Hi and welcome to Podcast Guesting Pro. My name is Graham Brown. This is a short mini-series of podcast episodes with an accompanying video about how you as a thought leader can use podcast guesting to grow your personal brand. If you like what you hear in the content of this episode, then go and please check out the videos and the slides that accompany it. You can go to all the W's podcastguesting.pro. I've talked about how you can be a good podcast guest and the first point, the first tip in that list is to have good audio. You can't be a good podcast guest without good audio. Now, why should you have good audio? There are a number of reasons. The first is that for your host, it makes it easier for them to engage with you and they feel more engaged with you. The audience feels that as well. I mentioned in the other episode about this idea of a warm sound. If you listen to my voice on this microphone, you can hear the depth. You can hear the bass, the mid-range, the peak of the frequencies. That gives it that warmth, that depth that you don't get if you're running off a laptop speaker or a pair of um, earbuds from your mobile phone. And the last reason as well is it makes it more enjoyable for you to um, do the podcast. It's just like, you know, if you look at musicians, they have these PA systems facing the audience when they're playing, but they also have a PA facing backwards away from the audience, which is called a monitor. And it's important if you're doing any kind of public speaking, podcast guesting, speaking on stage, or you're a musician, you have a monitor. You see this all the time is that how important that monitor is because it gives you feedback. Without feedback, it's difficult for you to be aware of how you sound when you have feedback and obviously headphones are part of it as well, is that you can adjust your approach and your brain gets trained to develop this meta awareness of how you sound. And therefore it can also help you improve how you sound. Like your voice, for example, you listen to radio professionals and myself, it's like this voice has taken work. This is not how I speak in a meeting all the time. It's a performance. It's how I create more emotion or exaggerate the key points in a podcast and make it more engaging for people because you can't talk in a podcast like you would do in a normal day-to-day conversation because the dynamics are different. So you need a good audio setup. So let's talk about how that works very quickly. Five tips for you off the bat, how you can improve your audio setup. Start with the ambience, get into a good room. So I always talk about being a soft room versus a hard room. I'm in a soft room at the moment. Soft means there are soft things in the room. There are furnitures, there are paddings, there are cushions, there are people, there are books, there are broken lines. This is really important. If you go into a hard room. A hard room is what you find in a typical office these days. Glass walls, stone floors, no carpet, no soft furnishings, hard tables, hard chairs, hard roofs. It creates bounce, reverb, as we call it in the audio trade. And once you get that dynamic going on, it is the opposite of a warm sound. People feel cold. People feel detached from you. People feel the, they can't really feel your message. 
you know, it's like you're standing in a bathroom or a stairwell trying to talk to somebody. And I don't feel connected with you. I want to feel intimate. I want to feel close. I want to feel like we are sitting around this table together having a conversation. I don't want to feel distant from you. So ambience is really important. Self, Get yourself into a soft room as a starting point. Find a room you can regularly do podcast guesting in and make sure it's not made out of glass or stone. Get yourself a good microphone. Point number two, I've talked about that in how to be a podcast guest. You know, you can get, you can spend a hundred bucks and get a good microphone. Don't run it off the laptop speaker. Get it. You don't have to have a, a Shure SM7B microphone like me. Um, this is obviously a little bit more expensive, but I do this every day. And if you're going to do this regularly, it may be worth investing in a microphone. You know, I, I saw, for example, that you, you look at sports professionals, they may spend thousands of dollars on something which you think is not necessary, like a pair of shoes, like running trainers, for example, where, you know, it really doesn't make any difference in their speed if they just buy a normal high street pair of trainers. But the point is, is that if they're doing it every single day, it provides less strain, less work for them. It's for me, less work to speak into this microphone than it is to speak into a headphone or a laptop microphone. And if you're doing it every single day, especially if you're using your voice and modulating your voice and expressing yourself, it will start to impact your voice. It will start to deteriorate. It will start to impact your performance. So get a good microphone is essential. It starts at $100. You cannot shortcut this if you want to create a warm sound. Tip number three in having a good audio setup is headphones. Get yourself a pair of headphones. I talked about the importance of monitors. You know, maybe the minimum is to have earbuds that you can get from your mobile phone. You can stick them into a laptop through a, a small three and a half millimeter jack, but don't use a pair of AirPods as your main microphone because the quality of an AirPod is compressed through Bluetooth and it's not a warm sound at all, especially once it's run through a typical uh, online recording platform like Zoom or Google Meet, it compresses even further. So I don't really get the feel for who you are. Now, you don't have to do this in person. You just have to avoid using Bluetooth and avoid using anything that is small when it comes to your voice. You want large aperture, just like in uh, video. There is a big difference between a small aperture and a large aperture camera, and it collects a lot more light. And it's the same with audio. The, the physical size of the microphone has an impact on how you sound because it can absorb wider ranges of audio and make you sound better. So the headphones are important here, guys. So the last two points I think are overlooked when it comes to good audio setup. The first one is a stand. Like most microphones that people use for podcasting don't come with stands. You may have the Blue Yeti, which has that small sort of heavy bass. Uh, you may sort of buy a small tripod off Lazada or Amazon or Alibaba. And what that then does is it puts the microphone on the desk. But here's the thing, even with the Blue Yeti, which is an average microphone, it's not a great microphone, it's a good starter microphone. Even with something like that, there is what is called a pickup. A pickup is like the distance between your mouth and the microphone. If you really want to sound warm, you got to get close. Like now, 
if you're listening along on the audio, maybe you won't see this, but my mouth is five centimeters, 10 centimeters away from this microphone. And you've got to get that close. You've got to get intimate. It may feel unnatural, but look at audio professionals and how they work and learn from them that they are very intimate with the microphone, very close to the microphone. Often what happens is when people are unused to, not used to microphones, and you can see that they haven't done this before, they will sit far away from the mic. They will sit a meter away, lean back, because two things are happening. Firstly, they've never really heard themselves. And secondly, they're not wearing a pair of headphones. Stick a pair of headphones on them, and they'll soon learn that they're not picking up. They'll sound distant. The more distant you are, the more reverb there is, the more echo, the colder you sound. So get close, get yourself a good stand. And the best stands are boom stands. These are the ones that can move around and you can attach them to the side of your desk. You can attach them to something coming out of the wall, your bookshelf behind you, like I have here. You can run it off that and it allows you to get that mic real close. As we used to say in our studio, eat it like an ice cream, get it real close. It's got to be that close. And the benefit of a boom arm over a stand is not only the proximity, which really improves your voice, but also it frees up your hands. Like if you're watching me on video now, one of the things you'll notice is that I'm gesturing and you need to gesture to obviously articulate and move. Maybe I stand when I do my podcast guesting, I stand all the time. And you see this in radio studios that DJs will stand because there's a difference between standing and sitting in terms of your voice, not just the dynamics, but it, it sounds different to somebody. There's more energy in it, but I can move my hands around. And because there isn't a stand below the microphone, it's coming from above. It just, I'm not going to knock anything over and I'm not going to keep banging this thing, right? Which is what happens if you have a stand mic. What that happens is if you have a mic that stands on your desk, firstly, you're, you lean back from it, and it's weird to kind of hunch over it. It looks weird and it sounds weird. And the other thing as well is because you are conscious of your gestures, you'll position the microphone a forearm's length away from you, naturally. So it then again sounds even worse. But a boom stand, which you can get for, I don't know, $20 or more, you get a good one for a hundred bucks, can make all the difference with the sound of your voice. And the last tip, I'll sign off with to have a good audio set up for podcast guesting is consider getting two computers. So I use two computers. I have a laptop on my work desk, and then I have a desktop iMac facing me now. And I record through the iMac. I do all my Zoom calls, all my Google Meets, and all my podcast guesting on the iMac. It's a big screen in front of me with a camera situated behind it. I have a mixer that runs into all the USB cables at the back. Now, what that means is that I can fix everything in one place. And then when I work, I turn to my desktop and I work there. But when I'm doing my podcast guesting, everything is in place. And I can't tell you how important that is because if it's in place, I know this is the optimum sound. This is the optimum lighting. I don't have to deal with reverb. I don't have to deal with wires everywhere. It's fixed. And I don't use 
that iMac for work. It's only for podcast guesting and for meetings. And you don't have to have an iMac, but maybe one thing you consider is a fixed place to do your podcast guesting in. Have a fixed place, a fixed console there. It doesn't have to be a second laptop. You can just get a stand, buy a laptop stand, put the laptop in it, and then just plug in all the cables. So your camera's set up, your lighting's set up nicely, and you're ready to go. And that means that when you do the podcast guesting, you can just plug and play. You don't have to spend 30 minutes, 60 minutes setting this thing up, adjusting the blinds in your room to make sure the glare's not too bright. It's ready to go. And how important that is, because imagine if you were a musician and every time you did a gig, you had to set up your own equipment. You had to set up the PA system. You had to set up the lights. That's what it's like when you approach podcast guesting without a team or without a process behind you. But you see musicians, the best ones, they just walk on stage, the roadie gives them the guitar and then they just play. And yes, sure. Maybe you think, well, that's maybe a little bit lazy. They can do that themselves. Well, again, have a listen to my episode on workflow, the importance of staying in the zone, staying in that peak state that you are able to perform in by taking away all the work that hinders you from becoming a thought leader. And that comes down to something as simple as having a second laptop set up or a fixed space, which you can do your podcast guesting in. So those are all my tips about how to have a good audio setup. You can try them. Each one in their own right will give you an uplift, make life easier for you. Everything from the work required to become a podcast guest to the impact of your voice on the audience. That's what it's all about. If we can get gains in every one of these five areas, you can see a significant uplift on how you engage people and the results that you get from podcast guesting. You've been listening to Podcast Guesting Pro with me, your host, Graham Brown, a short mini series on how you can use podcast guesting to develop your personal brand story and also as one of the most effective and powerful business development tools. If you're interested in the content from this podcast, then this is what you can do. Go to podcastguesting.pro and you can download my free course this short episodes are available in video format as well with accompanying slides. If you like what you see, go ahead and get yourself a copy and get access to all that content.